Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique and your conversations should reflect that. eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you if people send you the same generic conversation starters they message everyone else? Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. Pop the popcorn, put on your comfiest pajamas, and grab a drink because it's time for a new episode of Sierra Unfiltered. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the episode of Sierra Unfiltered that is the husband cast. Woo-woo! Yay! Oh, gosh. <laughs> okay! <laughs> so, we have our husbands, Kyle, which is Skylar's husband, and my husband, Steven, over here. Um, well, you guys should say hi. I think that they're thinking of this as a video format, so they both true. made silly yeah. faces when we introduced them. Kyle. Hello. How's it going? <laughs> Steven. Give hey us everyone. your best radio voice. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, give us this your is like. Steven. <laughs> <laughs> also, the boys are never on camera. Well, never. Steven's on camera more because he has Steven and Sierra IRL. But even I, I think Steven thinks of the vlog channel differently. Yeah. Because when we're like on the main channel, he like clams up. Yeah. Like he does not like doing main channel videos. But then when we're on the vlog channel, he like is looser. So just mm. think of this like it's the vlog channel. Yeah. yeah. Just oh, yeah. cash. It's actually a smaller audience than the blog channel. So it, it was really cute last night, Kyle. We were watching Bachelor in Paradise because that's our life, needing vegan tacos. And Kyle was like, Skylar, I really have to go get a haircut. And I was like, why do you have to go get a haircut? Like, I'm literally going to be gone Thursday through Sunday. Like, yeah. just go get it when I'm gone. And he's like, no, like, I just really want to get it tonight. And I was like, why do you want to get it tonight? And he's like, it's because I'm going to be on the podcast, okay? <laughs> I have to look good for this podcast so people are probably just listening to me. <laughs> So. You had to make sure. but And it looks, it's a nice fresh cut. Oh, thank you. I <laughs> it was a very that. funny woman who did, apparently. Yes. So, look, do we want to start off with this? Yeah, because, give like, us the haircut story. Oh, man, it was crazy. So, <laughs> it was 8 o'clock. Not many places, not many haircut places are open at that time um, in our area. And so, I went there and, like, they're blasting, like, the, like, loudest European techno. <laughs> like, I feel like I was in that, like the club scene that was from like that movie euro trip if you guys remember that like it was it was just like they were just like blasting into my ears did and you go like, like a hipster no nope. wait so, so like, help, help me paint this picture is was this it like, like a super cuts well no is this no, like one of those expensive like, places you go not to? at all this was like the place next to the super cuts oh. so it was like the family owned anyways so How like this this 60 late 60s early 70 year old lady is like the only one there working at, at that time and and the, she's like she has a another uh, client going at that time and and she's like ah oh, give me like 15 minutes i'll be done she was done like five called me up and she was like short on side uh long on top i'm like 
yeah <laughs> technically yeah like that's what I, and i was like trying to explain i'm like oh you know i like a three on the side whatever <laughs> and then she's like i got it and like takes clippers without like any sort of safety guard oh my God. and like a big comb and just was like going at like were you scared with, a little bit because I knew that I was going to be on the podcast today. Did you feel like and you so, were in Sweeney Todd? Did you yeah, feel like she no. was going to kill you? So then that was the later thing is once she got to like the top part she was going double scissors <laughs> like <laughs> like texture scissors with like the straight scissors oh. and I was like I don't like I feel like I'm going to get like maimed and then like um you like this is a safety hazard. I, yeah and, and so then like she, she says something clearly not in English she was definitely like Eastern European like maybe ukrainian something like that and um i was like uh sure and she like grabs the comb lifts up my eyebrow <laughs> sneaks off the top of like my eyebrow i was like well i guess you gotta do the other one <laughs> and then like <laughs> after that whole thing i was like okay well, this is, like couldn't be crazier so like goes after my beard so like this is way lower than like i normally like did you pay extra for the brows and the nope. beard nope she was just like wow. i'm gonna I make mean- it special for you were you happy with the end product yeah i yeah. think, I think I it looks good we stand the legend yeah. like a three for I'll, one yeah if it makes you feel any better i can't impressed. even tell you got a haircut <laughs> that's weird. okay but also i once cut eight inches off my hair and dyed it brown when i had long curly blonde hair and steven's like did you change your makeup i'm like are you are you i mean steven's me? also like wearing a hat and yeah, i feel so, like he's had the same haircut since okay I've wait wait wait, wait. I we talked hair. about this before and said we were all gonna wear pajamas and I just turned and looked, and Steven's wearing a hat and a shirt. Yep. Steven, take off your hat. Dude. Everyone ready? Take it <laughs> off. Take it like, off. I got all day hat hair right now. That's and okay. I, ever since we bought this hat in the vlog, I've worn a hat almost every single day since. I know. You've become like a hat guy all of I a sudden. I hate hair so much. I hate haircuts. <laughs> you just <laughs> shave your head bald. I'll, I'll let you put the hat back on. <laughs> I, I think it was like more casual. More yeah, unfiltered. I can feel that. Yeah. Kyle's in his Hogwarts shirt. Yep. What are you wearing? It says, uh, what does it even say? Sleep more, dream more. Wow. It's from Target. I got r I'm wearing too. Curvy Crew merch. You can get yours at thecurvycrew.com. Link in the description, maybe. <laughs> it's probably not going to be in the description. Like, I'm there with all of you in the comments every Monday. I want to be the one who goes and sees the 567 Broadway guy or taking the, the, the career test. Like, I want to know what kind of ovulation test we bought, but, like, it's not there. I don't like... I'm sorry. I'm trying my best. Maybe this... Carly, I'm adding a new thing to your job description. When you edit the podcast, can you make me a list of everything I need to link in the description? (laughs) Or maybe while we're filming, if we say, like, oh, we'll link that. Maybe you can just make a note that says, like... You said you would do this, yeah. so you should do it. Kyle is coming for me on behalf of all of you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Speaking of podcasts, I think everyone got so excited by the boys that we didn't talk about what's in our cup. <gasps> Look wow. at you, segment king. Wow. I would what clap, but I don't want to offend the audio listeners. Yeah, what are you drinking? Oh, no. I know we what can Kyle's start with drinking. <laughs> all right. I am drinking a sweet, sweet Corona. No, that's a but Pacifico. Pacifico. Dang it. Okay. And I'm you drinking... uncultured swine. <laughs> <laughs> it's yellow can. It's not APA, so it's trash. <laughs> <laughs> That's a hot take. Oh. I'm drinking the other half of Steven's Pacifico. I'm drinking vitamin water. Mm. And I'm drinking a five-hour energy. <laughs> oh, out um, of a teacup. Kyle literally a... 
this is my husband. He literally went and specifically bought a five-hour energy to do this. Yeah. Be- and I think it makes him look like a Kyle. Like, there are all the memes about, like, Area 51. I and, like, all oh, the Kyles <laughs> coming with their monster energy drinks. Like Kyle is a Kyle. But he's not. He's, like, vegetarian. He's very liberal. Like, he's, like, a soft. He's, like... Okay, he's a Kyle, but he's a soft Kyle. I mean, he does drive a truck, and he is drinking a five-hour energy drink right now. Before you moved in and, like, changed oh, he was the apartment, he was a Kyle. He but had, now he's, like, a Well, what are, we, what are we defining as a Kyle? Is it just, like... Do you not know, like, the meme about being a Kyle? No, I don't meme. No, I don't meme. Do you want I'll just go punch this wall. <laughs> yeah, that's a Kyle that's thing. A Kyle. Uh, anyway, so what I was going to say is that, like, I want to do something that Skylar does on every single one of these podcasts. Mm, ASMR. Just, like, every single one. Like, I'm just going to drink, do drinking ASMR. This is just going to be Kyle roasting us well, for an hour. We actually have a whole segment of us roasting each other. But before we get into the roast, let's do our hot takes. Because the boys Ooh. prepared hot takes as well. Yeah. Okay, well, Kyle, you were just being so talkative. Do you want to say yours okay so i hate everything coconut like across the board every sense of mine is like assaulted by coconut so now, assaulted yes assaulted. that's an aggressive like, word like i hate the taste i hate the smell like do you hate vi- the look of coconut yeah, visually it looks like a hairy testicle <laughs> Kyle. Oh my god. These things are hard to edit, you know. Who is this man? Like, I hate how it feels. Like, it feels in your mouth, feels like in the coconut form. It's like impossible to get at. Like, I was thinking about it. Like, if I was trapped on it, like a deserted island that did have coconut trees, like what you would imagine, like, would be. Right. I would just kill myself at that point. Kyle, Kyle, you really put the rant in uh, unpopular oh, yeah, opinion. You do. Okay, first of all, <laughs> what a hard coconut. disagree on coconut. I love coconut. I love coconut everything. I love coconut scent. I love coconut candles. I love coconut donuts. I think the best kind of donut is coconut donuts. True that. I love actual like coconut water, like drinking yeah, it from a straight, coconut. Straight in Mexico, buying a lot of coconuts. I, I bought in there. multiple coconuts, which I drank from, and then cut out the meat and ate the coconut meat. Like, wow, how not vegetarian of you. <laughs> You're cutting out and eating meat. <laughs> come for me. Just come for me. I mean, I like coconut too, but I can just, like, that's one thing that I've just given up in our relationship. Wait, have you? So, wait. I'm sorry for your you, loss, Skylar. Yeah, same. Are you, like, vocal about your distaste for coconut? Or is it, like, well, a like, secret? Well, like, yeah, if it's in my mouth, I'm going to be vocal about it. <laughs> if it's in my mouth, I'm going to be vocal so, like, about okay, it. So, like, okay, if Skylar ate... Like, if ate... there's, like, a sneaky coconut in there, I'm like, no. Nah. If Skylar ate coconut ice cream and then went to give you a kiss, it's real gross. She does it all the time. No, I don't. Those coconut popsicles. Oh, Oh, those are the best. Those are bomb. With the little chunks. Your mom used to get those in ice cream all the time. Well, yeah, and then you because if you get like that mixed variety pack, then you're stuck with the other lame ones. Someone ate all the coconut. Yeah, because coconut is the best. Yeah, I love sunscreen. That's what it tastes like. I think it tastes like sunscreen. That's real gross. Oh my god, Skylar, what is your hot take? Okay, my hot take, also controversial, I think cats are better than dogs. I've had this one saved in my phone for a long time. I didn't want to do it when it was just the two of us because I'm not good at arguing and I (laughs) don't want to just take on Sierra, but I feel like it's like two against two, except if Kyle... What about Bella? I do really love Bella. 
but like I'm still but like side for cats. Okay, okay. So here's the thing. I used to be a cat person. More. So let's go back and forth. Let's do like a positive about cats or a negative about dogs and then okay. the reverse. Negative about cats. They don't care about you. Disagree. Toothless literally has separation anxiety and like throws up all over the house when Kyle is gone. I think it's just that I would say Toothless cares about Kyle just as much, if not more, than I care about Kyle. Cats eat your dead body if you die. I'm so sure the dogs. dogs would yeah, Bella would just go to town. <laughs> I don't think Bella would be able to rip me open. I think our cats what? would rip me open. But she couldn't like cut me open. Teeth. No, way more. I mean, that's cats, dogs, same thing. Actually, cats are probably a little more vicious, and that's probably one of my negatives. So they got they got it's some like claws. So easy to take um, there are so many like gigantic dogs that are vicious and huge. Like also cats get capped at a certain size. I also so, gr- we're talking uh, so about, I also like, grew danger. up. I grew up with a really crappy cat who like would scratch at you if you got near it. I mean, and same. I literally hated cats for most of my life because someone in my family who I don't talk to anymore literally threw a cat at me. Oh my god! <laughs> like I, just... I was like walking outside and he was like surprise and threw a cat at me. And the cat, like, had claws out. Poor, but that's, like, my cat. traumatic child. Poor cat. <laughs> yeah, poor me! And well, you. Poor cat. And you. But anyways, I think cats are better than dogs. I mean, I see the appeal of cats. Like, like I do. Because uh, I... They're more self-sufficient. Like, we can leave our cats at home all day. They have automatic sure. feeders. They're, like, potty trained. They, like... I think cat... I, I think way too many people get dogs who can't handle dogs, and they mm-hmm. would have been better off getting a cat. Because yeah. a cat will... You know, you get to cuddle a cat, you get to have a companion... But you don't have to like walk it. Yeah. So I think I think there are a lot of people who would yeah. benefit more from having a cat because yeah. it is easier. And we don't walk, so like it's great. <laughs> we don't walk. We're like we the people walk. from Wally. Kyle and I are very unathletic. You guys are like the couple who like falls in love and then like comes back to Earth though. Sure. <laughs> no, I think we just don't walk. Yeah. I no. I think. Well, I think Sarah, soda. you're definitely dog. I'm definitely dog. Yeah. Do we got dog for cats? Dog be cat. Yeah. We wow. should make Bruiser and Toothless fight. No, we should make Bella and Toothless fight. Because <laughs> yeah. Bruiser and Olive are, like, the queens. Yeah. Bella and Toothless. That makes hysterical. <laughs> okay. My unpopular opinion. Or my yeah, hot wait. take. So, actually, what's up with this hot take versus unpopular opinion thing? Um, you clearly didn't listen to the last episode of the podcast, which isn't out yet when we're filming this, so you can't even... <laughs> yeah, can't wait a second. <laughs> um, we, are cha- we changed the name to Hot Takes. Mm-hmm. Um, just because we like it better. The things that we're saying aren't actually unpopular opinions. Like my one for the last episode was that old people candy rules, which I feel like a lot of people like old people candy, right? You know, and so it's not necessarily like an unpopular opinion. It's just a hot take. Yeah. So my hot take is that luxury cars are kind of dumb. Like I was gonna say a big waste of money, but it's not even just a big waste of money. It's kind of dumb, and here's mm-hmm. why. I First of all, I get wanting to have, like, a nice functional car. And, like, I get wanting to have a car with, like, a good sound system, working AC, nice interior. I get that. But I feel like that caps out at, like, maybe twenty five, thirty thousand dollars 30000 Like, once you get, or even, let's go say higher. Let's say past $50,000. You're just paying for, like, the name. You're just, oh, and not even just that. Like, you're paying for, like, nicer whatever and, like, a faster car. But, like, I think buying a Lamborghini is, like, so dumb because Bella's <laughs> looking no, things. No, that's also our little chihuahua down here. Oh, is that for <laughs> <laughs> Um, But I think, like, it's a huge waste of money because, yeah, let's say you have a ton of money to throw away. Buy something that's not going to depreciate Ooh. so fast and that you can't destroy that fast. However, I get the appeal of, like, a Tesla 
because it's about tech like and it's like i would love a self-driving car but if you're just buying like a g-wagon like i mean maybe i'll feel differently if i like ever win the lottery and buy a g-wagon but like i don't know just like (laughs) i like my toyota camry i'm sitting on this very patiently i want first first reaction also this is kind of getting to the the roasty part says the lady who likes designer (gasps) end of conversation oh my god (laughs) Re- replace nice car with designer but, and boom. No, no, no. But, 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 but mm, mm, mm. Louis Vuitton raises their prices every year. So the bag that I bought two years ago, I could actually sell at a higher price yeah, than yeah. I do. So the takeaway is that luxury is a thing that means things to different people. Some people really value nice cars. Some people really but cars, value. Cars depreciate. But, but well, we, I think we yeah. all can agree on that hot take. I yeah. mean, Kyle's literally had the same car since he was 15 years old. Yeah, like, one, are, are you going to, do you want a new car? I do, eventually, yeah. but, like, I love my truck. It's yeah. a sensitive subject. Yeah. His car's name is Frank. It is. That's, like, what he calls his truck. He had a bumper and sticker. we were talking about getting him a new car this year, and he's like, but, like, we're going to keep Frank, right? Yep. And I was like, we're still going to, like, pay insurance and, Uh-oh. like, keep Frank? And he was like, yeah, we're going to keep Frank. We got so, some, we got some dog issues. The dogs are fighting. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Which, so, sorry, guys. Um, do you want to do your bump date? Well, we have to do Stephen's hot oh, take. of course. Sorry, hon. I know. It's really <laughs> difficult when there's four of us. I'm sorry. And Bella just keeps licking the sweat off because it's getting <laughs> toasty in here. I mean, there are really, what, eight of us? Because I have Baby, and then we have two dogs, and we have Carly. Yeah. This is so, a full house. A lot of people. Whatever happened to predictability? Um, okay. That was me singing full house. Okay, so my hot stupid. take. So this was like, I was thinking of a hot take, or I was thinking of an unpopular opinion, because I was thinking of us four. And mine would probably be that tap water is absolutely A-OK and the same as a bottle of water. Okay, no. So... <laughs> Like so tap like, water filtered? So like, no, I think just, straight just straight. like if if you took a cup and went and got water from the bathroom sink, and then like you got a cup from our fridge, like our water dispenser, our filtered water, nice. that they would taste the same. Or better yet, I I'd, I'd put okay. the situation of you're in a hotel room. So would I you drink out of the like, faucet? I also feel like this is a very privileged thing. Oh, we're totally, talking oh, about. totally. Like nope. I would obviously prefer filtered water. Yeah, but like, <laughs> I mean, we're talking about like water yeah so like definitely but if we're in a hotel i will bring bottled water Mm -hmm. because i don't want to drink from the bathroom sink in the hotel yeah steven is full-on convinced that the only reason i like filtered water is because it's cold and that if he chills like bathroom sink water that it'll taste the same that is our refrigerator water it passes through a cheap carbon filter and it's just cold and you love it (laughs) okay so that kind of transitions into like you guys because you guys do get Oh, bump date. I know. It's just it's so hard with all this date? excitement. Do I have... Oh, I do have a bump date. Yeah, you do. Oh, okay. So I, I, I was reading this the other day. Um, that the baby is is has like a layer of fur like until it's it's near... I don't, I'm not a scientist. I don't... Like, I'm going to preface this one. Like, That's I don't okay. know it for sure, but... Well, we um, do know it for sure. You're fine. Um, that, that like it sheds this layer of fur before like it gets delivered how like how early does it shed the hair um i don't know that's, that's a good question i should have done more research but like right but now i, I, I feel have a like, hairy baby yeah like and like we know he's a boy and i make jokes all the time being like oh no i'm just gonna have another kyle running around it's and true. like kyle is like a very hairy man like just gonna expose him Shout steven's also a hairy man <laughs> yeah we both lo- have hairy we, lo- we love our hairy men we love a hairy man 
And so I joke that, like, my Yikes. baby is, like... <laughs> I mean, we've said worse things on this podcast than, like, we stand a hairy man. Kyle literally said that a coconut looks like a hairy testicle. Yeah, and I can't and say, like... that's kind of what a baby is going to look Bella like Bella is your giving room. me a bath. Like, literally, my leg is dripping. All right, let's pause the podcast and let the dogs downstairs. Bye-bye, Chihuahua. All right, so we are back. The dogs are gone. Um, now that we've done your bump date, let's talk a little bit about um, who are Stephen and Kyle? That's a good question. Who wants to go first, Stephen or Kyle? I'll let Kyle go first. Oh, great. <laughs> um, hi, I'm Kyle. Hi, hi Kyle. Um, I work for an entertainment design company. Um, I went to school to be a technical director in theater and kind of was able to like maneuver that into other directions. Um, off of work, like I feel like I'm kind of like I'm nice. It's a little sarcastic. <laughs> I don't know. Kyle, one of my favorite things about Kyle is, like, we nerd out together. Like, yeah. we always talk about how, like, we're similar. Like, Steven, like, Steven and you are similar and me and Kyle are similar. But, like, outside of even personality, like, Kyle and I like similar things. Yes. Like, we love Pokemon Go. We play a lot of Pokemon Go, which Skylar thinks is a little bit much sometimes. I mean, I love it. I'm a level, what, 30-something? Higher than Steven. Yeah, I, I like I Probably play Pokemon Go, but I 25. play like on community days. Oh, wow, drag me! Um, I like play on community days. I play like if we're traveling and there's right. something fun. But you guys will like go to parks by yourself and like yeah. go ham. There's nothing wrong with that. I agree with yeah. Kyle. And for the you record, guys... this is a Kyle and Sierra thing. I'm Skylar and I are like okay, we'll do it just to like participate yeah. and have fun. But they're like the I think we're gonna Sky- t- we're gonna take the long way home. I think Skylar does it because she wants to like be there for Kyle and wants to be part of it. I think Steven only does it because you do it. Like I think if it was just me and Kyle, like Steven would not. Well, but the thing is, Steven started out doing it. Yeah. I didn't start until Steven was like a level twenty something. And you've already passed him. Because I'm very competitive. <laughs> but I don't think I actually enjoy it at all. I think I'm just a competitive person. Right. And so I like wanted to be a part of the group. Yeah. But you guys both love Harry Potter. Yeah. You love all the like nerd things. I, except I don't really like Jurassic Park and I feel like that's a big part of Kyle's identity. It is a, well that yes. Because like that was probably one of the first movies I think I've I saw when I like I was way too young to be watching that kind of thing, <laughs> but also like so it's just been like a whole part of my life. Like I, when I was growing up, I wanted to be a paleontologist. Like Aww. it was just see, you guys are similar. You want to be a geologist. geologist. So. We could have been out there in the fields together. You yeah. like picking the bones and me like finding the rocks. Yeah, and you know, Stephen and I, we could have found a good air conditioned yeah. situation. That would be the dream. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care what I'm doing as long as it's like air conditioned. Yeah, speaking We're of which, Gucci. we got the AC on loud. Is that good? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's getting a little hot and sweaty. Yeah, hot. <laughs> um, so, Kyle, I feel like since we talk about that we're so similar, mm-hmm. like, what is your relationship dynamic together? Like, wh- how does the Skylar and Kyle work? Um, so, I think Skylar's very empathetic. And, and I, I know I lack that a lot of the times just because situations we get in, like, I, I, I just... You're very, and I think Sierra's the same way. If you guys are both very sympathetic people, and I actually think Steven's the same way. Of all three of you are very sympathetic, but you don't, like, feel for other people. I think you're the most empathetic out of, like, the three of you. But I think that both of you will, like, feel really, really bad. Like, oh my gosh, this situation happened. How can I help? But I think the problem is I, like, literally can put the shoes, 
put myself in the shoes of like my worst enemy and then like feel bad for anyone and so then that makes me kind of a pushover yeah yeah and also like this was a great example i feel like she's so she she speaks well (laughs) unlike me and so so she'll go in and and be able to explain things way better than i can and so even just if i give like the general like gist if we're like talking in a friend group or if if we're hanging out with family or something like that And, and so i appreciate all that okay so between the two of you like when you go to a party who's like the more social one like who is introducing the other one Oh, me, sure, sure. Who calls the customer service representative when something goes wrong? Kyle, for sure. I literally, like, I kid you not when I say I'm, like, the biggest pushover. My, actually, we were talking earlier about talking about, like, how we fight with every, like, in our couples. I think that's actually one of the only times I've gotten really, really mad at Kyle is he was mad about something. It was some work thing or something. And he said, and I quote, I'm just so mad, I want to call and yell at a customer service representative. (laughs) Which, like, literally sounds like something, like, a demon would say. Like, that's literally to me. He didn't. He would never actually do that. But just, like, that sentence, I was like, are you, like, the actual devil? Like, are you, like, a spawn of Satan? Like, that is so, I would net, like, I literally go out of my way to be like, wow, your eyelashes are so pretty. Wow, I love your hair. Like, I hope you have a great day. Like, how's your day going? Kyle, I want to call a customer service representative and yell at them. I'm almost just more impressed that, like, that was a thought that crossed your head. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's, I feel like that's, like, stand-up comedy material. So he definitely talks to the customer service person. Okay. Uh Who? (laughs) Yes. Uh, Like, I think the, like, the difference is, and I think this kind of goes both ways with you guys and us of, like, I read the instructions when I'm putting together furniture. I'm, like, very cautious, and I, like, like if we travel, I, like, have a plan for everything. Like, I, I'm a very planned out, by the rules kind of person, and I think Kyle's more, like, spontaneous, and mm-hmm. also has, like, like, I think I'm a really sensitive person, but I think he has, like, more of an emotional spectrum yeah. of I feel like he'll actually get mad about things or actually get sad, and I feel like I just kind of, like... Like, I'll get sad about specific things, but I don't know. I think it's it's when there there is a plan in place and then, like, it deviates a little bit. I, I will probably do either side of the spectrum of, like, I'll just get, like, really frustrated that it, that it's being, like, changed and be like, I've, like, prepared myself <laughs> for, like, this path. And then you're yeah. going down this way and, like, now I don't know what to do because I don't, like, I don't know what we're going to be doing. I don't know any of that. So, but I do... One of the things, like, I, so I've, I've done a lot of traveling in my life, and, like, I feel like I like when it's, like, there is a plan in place where it was, like, it's 7.30, we're going to wake up, we're going to go here, we're going to go here, we're going to go here. But I don't want to be the one to, like, create that. Like, if it was just me, I would just go walk and find something. But you're happy but you to have but I would, have I a good experience. But I love when there is a plan just, like, yeah. I have to just turn my brain off and just go. Yeah. And like enjoy. Be on it. autopilot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whereas I feel like for you guys it's kind of a similar thing of I feel like like you'll pick the destination and you'll be so happy because you want to go on the trip, but you just need the push of like, hey, I'm buying the plane tickets, like we're going. 
Yeah. And like a nice easy example is like Disneyland. See her take the wheel. Just I want to experience. And <laughs> and you're happier when there's like yeah. some sort of planning in place. But you don't necessarily like. Walter. The thing with Steven is. And I love I love this about Steven most of the time. But he Keyword is. Most. Like, <laughs> most of the time. But he is like so cautious about everything. Like he wants to think on everything. He wants to make sure everything's right. But sometimes you just need to go for it. So like there have been. Like when we were planning Disney World. Like we had we looked at we he had enough vacation i could take the time off from youtube like everything's good we found the resort we wanted we found the day we wanted to go we found the flights and steven's like i'm like okay let's book it and he's like let's wait a few weeks and i was like okay but what's like what's gonna change in a few weeks and he's like i don't know i just feel like we don't have to yet and so i was like okay fine and then the next day he went to book it and uh the resort that we wanted was booked so yeah it's it's that thing where like i'm because i am so impulsive yeah so most of the time, which more on that later. <laughs> also, we still have to introduce Stephen too. Yeah, but like most of the time, I love that he's so cautious and so like thoughtful because it helps me to not just make crazy impulsive decisions, but also sometimes I feel like I have to give him that nudge of like, hey, maybe we should just do this. Like when we were buying a house, he yeah. was like, I think we should wait two more years, and I was like, no. I think we should make, like, an offer on this house right now and just do it. And I'm yeah. glad we did. Yeah. No, and it, it's really cool. There's, like, a good in middle ground there. Like, you know, we can't be impulsive and book a trip to Disney World in one night. It's like, let's sit on it for a couple of days, make sure that's – I'm always a big – let's sit on it for a little bit. But make sure that's something we really want. you just got to do it. Yeah, no, and that's yeah. – sometimes you got to be dumb. Do you want to introduce – life is a lot more fun that way. I agree. Do you want to introduce yourself now, Stephen? <sighs> so I'm also oh, – I'm just exhausted. <laughs> like, oh, man, I got to talk. So, I'm definitely, so Sierra and I do the vlog, which past few months has been mostly Sierra. I know. So, but mm -hmm. if anyone hasn't seen me on there, go check it out. Steven, or not Steven and Sierra. Sierra and Stephen are around. Steven, you're making yourself sound like so sad. You're like, you're like <laughs> yeah, I haven't me. really been on the vlog. It's Steven is it? No, I mean, no, I'm sorry, Sarah. I'm not first. <laughs> yeah, no. So, I mean, okay, so who am I? Uh, I'll start with Kyle, how he followed me and work. I'm a software engineer. I've been doing that for like couple of years now and it's been really cool coming home and just i feel like i could go on forever just being married to sierra and like being there since day one on the youtube stuff and well because you're the one who told me to start youtube which yeah. I like you literally are the one who was like hey you should start a youtube channel and yeah. so you've literally seen it from like you putting that thought in my brain to like it becoming not only my career but like kind of your career too because even off camera like steven does a lot of like the business stuff and the finances like it's a big part of your life or yeah, even yeah. like technical stuff like today we had a bunch of footage <laughs> that was corrupt and he was on the phone for probably 45 minutes just like on again off again trying to help us with like a certain software when we're on vacation he's always like filming me and helping me with stuff like yeah no it's it's a lot just in every sense like also just me being on camera like i'm a very kind of nervous person just like being out there like that's so not who i am so this whole this whole experience has been really enriching in that sense but it's like still something that's me so like here i'm just i'm shaking him on camera <laughs> same girl and, and i've been doing this for a, like a long time now so it's, it's been a lot of fun and it's good because it's putting me out there because otherwise my job and my career just put me in a closet like a dark room no windows and that that'd be my life but i think i think you're also like i don't know you're a very extroverted person even though yeah. like you come off as quieter mm -hmm. but like you are kind of the life of the party yeah, no, and I agree, but I think it's when, like, there's pressure on, like, in this whole YouTube thing and the podcast, like, there's there's just, like, a lot of pressure kind of from the outside, and that's where I get, like, a little nervous. So, but it's, like, when it's just, like, us and we're chilling, 
I love to have fun. <laughs> <laughs> but it is crazy because it really is your life. Like, I was even just thinking, like, we're sitting in your guys' house, and the studio is two bedrooms that have been knocked down. To- it's, it's half of the bedrooms in our house. We have a four-bedroom house, and this is two of the bedrooms. Which is crazy. I mean. Yeah. No, it, it's been really cool to watch Sierra go through all this. And it's been really cool to, like, my role in it behind. And, like, I don't know. It's been really almost to the emotional level. So, uh, so what do you do for fun, Steve? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Video games. Yeah. <laughs> he, literally. So, I recently got into scrapbooking. And I feel like it's been the best thing for Steven. Because usually in the evenings, he's like, what are you going to do tonight? And I'm like, I don't know. I thought we could hang out. He's like, okay, I think I'm going to play video games. But now that like we hang out together and then I'm like, I want to scrapbook. And he's like, great. I'm going to go play video games. We have this whole, like, I don't know. Steven and I are really sarcastic to each other all the time. So like when he, when he comes (laughs) home, he'll be like, is there anything I have to do tonight? And I'm like, I really sorry to put this on you, Stephen, but you really need to play an hour of your Spider-Man video game. And he'll be like, do I have to like, (laughs) that sounds like so much work. And I'm like, I really insist that you do this for me. Also, I think it's an interesting thing to talk about that we're very different couples. Mm. Like, the fact that, like, when Kyle gets home from work, like, we're just together. Like, we don't have any shows that we watch, like, just by ourselves. Like, we're just, like, at the hip all the time. Yeah. Yeah, And I I feel like you guys are a much more, like, independent couple. For sure. I'm really excited for you going out of town the next couple days because, (gasps) like, I can catch up on my video games. No, but, just okay. kidding i love hanging out with you <laughs> but no but like for real like when we go out of town like there have been multiple times where we'll be gone for like one or two nights and skylar will be like do you just miss steven so much you must be so happy to see him and i'm like i mean i like i love him and i'm excited to see him but i'm not like sitting here thinking like i miss steven also kyle is saying that for like funny funny ha-has he'll literally be texting me like five hours after i leave on thursday and be like i miss you so much here's a video of olive like right after like in the morning like she's meowing and he'll be like do you miss your mom olive and she'll be like Meow. and he'll be like oh good girl like he's such a soft kyle's gonna get in trouble for this later yeah, i know yeah. i fully expected that going into this that i was like i know i'm gonna have to Bit, like, <laughs> might as well thing. get it all out now. <laughs> Both Stephen oh. and Kyle like always save their little tiny like jabs and quips for us. Yeah, till when they till when it's the four of us, and then they just like poop on us for like an hour. Yeah, and, like, like literally, I feel like Stephen. And Kyle are both, like, the nicest people, like, in our relationships. Like, he, like, Kyle never complains about anything. He, like, is always so nice. But then the four of us get together, and it's, like, a roast fest. It really is. Like, they'll just be like, like, Skylar has really stinky feet, you know what I mean? It's like, what? Well, she's saying it. (laughs) I didn't even have to say it. Or, like, zero, yada, yada, yada. So let's do a roast. Who okay. and each each person can roast their partner. Who wants to roast first? Yeah, for some reason, we thought this would be a fun idea to roast each other. <laughs> so and then go they all got all... divorced. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll start. <laughs> okay. Kyle's been ready. Um. All right. So one of the things that I've been thinking about is, so Skylar has a really good memory. Like I know that that's one thing that I'm really bad at, and like I especially had to like even before this podcast, I had to write a bunch of stuff down that I wanted to talk about, just because like I don't know what I'm gonna say most of the time. So Skylar has a really good memory, except for when it's like important things, <laughs> like what road she's driving no, on. It's not or important what... things. It's just what roads I'm driving on. Because can you There's think of any other, other examples? Too. 
No, because no, I have a bad I'm, memory. I yeah. told you about this. No, I literally have the best memory ever. I just don't care about what roads I'm driving on because yeah. I have my maps. And also, like, I most of the time I know where I'm going. Like, I grew up in the town that we live in. Like, Yeah, but you I, didn't know what freeway you were growing up next to the entire time. Because why does that matter? I have, like, Google Maps, and back in the day I had, like, MapQuest. <laughs> I well, can, anyway. like, print out directions. Is there, is there any more to the roast? Yeah, so... <laughs> Sorry, The thing is... Myself. So, she'll remember the weird things that, like, I'll just... It'll, it'll happen. It'll go through my brain. It's gone. Like, I won't think about it ever. But then, like, we'll be driving along and she'll be like, Remember that coyote that we saw three weeks ago that crossed the road? Yeah, I wonder what he's doing. <laughs> and I'll be like, What coyote? <laughs> When? It's like the one that we passed and then like by that cow like dairy farm really and on the way to him. He was crossing in traffic and he made it, but I was nervous he was gonna do it again. Yeah. Three weeks later. Yeah. I can't. I like just I, I, I there's Kyle. just like other things that like I, I would like. Skylar can't mind. remember what road she's driving on because her brain space is taken up by what that coyote from three yes. years ago was on. And that's my really biggest what Kyle issue. was trying to say. Yes. Retweet. Okay, yep. do you have any other roasts for me? Um, I think we should move on to somebody else so so I, it doesn't sound like I'm just loading on these okay, roasts. Okay, we can go back and sure. forth. Okay. Okay. Uh, Stephen, do you want to roast Sierra? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've been waiting for this. Um, okay. Well, there was one I hinted to earlier, the impulsiveness. Sierra's our impulsive queen. Um, I think the best example of that is being at sweet sweet disneyland we're walking through the one of the little retail stores oh and, and this is like this was like a shortcut so we're not shopping we're just let's walk through this store to get through this crowd quicker sierra walks by this ball like a really dumb ball like it was big. a luxo ball from and, pixar and, and we can like, all roast her on this one yeah. we all have different quips with it and but. i hard disagree on all of them i love that ball and i bounce it every morning against my wall when i'm getting ready which so, so Steven so. yeah anyways so she buys the ball not thinking about it just I want that ball buys it boom in her hand and it's just bouncing it forever and somehow she hasn't lost it yet which is very unlike her yeah I don't <laughs> think even the cashier was able to scan it because she was playing with it like immediately <laughs> she had to like go get another one yeah. and scan it so Kyle's issue with it is like the germaphobe side yes, of it very uh, much <laughs> So, do you so wanna... you're you're bouncing it at Disneyland, which it's like there's so many people walking on that ground where you're bouncing this ball and back in your hand, and bouncing the ball and back in your there hand, have been and then study... you're eating. There have been studies that show that people who are more exposed to germs have better immune systems because their body's more equipped to it. Children, my dad told me the other day, children who eat dirt are less likely to get sick as adults. Yeah, how's that working out for you? I think you're sick all the time. <laughs> <laughs> you're not wrong. In my quip with it is that. Sierra is like the fidgetiest person so she always has to have like a toy or something Ooh, and yeah. so there was one time where we were like we are going to deep clean the upstairs like we're going to get rid of like any unnecessary crap and I kept moving this Lexo ball off of her dresser that just had like an aesthetically pleasing basket and like a purse on it or something and I kept moving it and she kept putting it back and I was like Sierra, is there something you need to tell me? Like, why does this Luxo ball need to be here? Can't we, like, put it in a bin? And she was like, no, every morning I wake up and I stare at the wall and I, like, bounce it back and forth because it really gets me amped up for the day. So I need it to be next to this wall because I have to get amped up. And I was like, yeah. you know what? I love that for you. We can leave yeah, it here. Yeah, and then you were like, cool. But, but like, the, the constant, like, I need a toy. I, I need something to I, I like. I was going to say, and just to let you know, 
you're my queen for fidgeting because I am a big fidgeter myself. You are. I have a little fidget cube, so I'll, at work, so you know. Oh, I, I love everything about you, and I yeah. love your Luxo ball. I, I said, you know what? You want this Luxo ball here? Just have to keep tell it. me. We'll keep it there. I should get you a fidget cube. I, I have a fidget cube in my car I can give to you. See, but I like to fidget with, like, if it's meant for fidgeting, it takes the fun away. Yeah, you like no. to fidget with, like, safety pins. Like, I like to, one time Skylar <laughs> and I were on a business call, and she just looks over at me, and I had to mute the call because she was laughing so hard, because I just had a safety pin, and I was, like, weaving it in and out of, like, the cloth on my pants. And I was like, this is so dangerous. Can you not do this? <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. Sierra, um, do you want to roast Steven? Okay. So Steven, and it's hard because Skylar can't look at Kyle and I can't really look at Steven because of the mic placement. So I'm you just can, like. You can look at Kyle when you're roasting Steven okay. and I'll look at Steven. Okay. Yeah, I don't want you to look at me when you roast me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be crying. It's like, it's like a mean girl's, don't look at me. <laughs> Steven picks up on everything that people around him do. Yes. In, in college, in Steven's freshman year, his roommate was from the Bay And if you're not from California, there's the whole stereotype that, like, people from the Bay have, like, certain slang. And one of the things they say is hella. Like, oh, that's hella cool. Like, oh, yeah, we went to this hella cool party. Like, whatever. Steven, literally within maybe a week of moving into his dorm, had hella used every other word in his vocabulary. Like, I'd call him and I'd be like, hey, do you want to go out tonight? And he'd be like, oh, that sounds hella cool, but I'm hella tired because I had hella classes today and I just want to go eat hella pizza. Do you think we could find, like, a hella cool brewery? I think you were just hella jealous. (laughs) (laughs) But now it's funny because, like, the people that he'll pick up on are, like, he picks up stuff from me and I talk kind of funny. Like, I talk like a millennial person. (laughs) And so he'll be like, yeah, we stan that. He keeps saying, we stan, slay queen. Like, because he picked up on that from Skylar. Another thing is, like, one of the guys at his work always says, like, we're pulling an audible, which I guess is, like, a football term. It means, like, we're changing the plan last minute. So, like, all the time, I'll be like, oh, yeah. Like, uh, oh, I just, Skylar and I decided to go to Chipotle instead of having lunch at home. Wow, you really pulled an audible on that one. (laughs) I feel what? like that's a more common saying. I've never heard of Yeah. I mean, none of us also, are sports I'm people. Also, right, I'm really in the wrong crowd here with yes. sports. <laughs> yeah, you are. We outnumber you. Okay. <laughs> now, who's next? Did you roast Kyle Oh, yet? no. I can roast Kyle. You got to roast Kyle. <sighs> this one's what? hard because Kyle's what? so perfect. What to start with? Oh, I'm going to just make eye contact with Steven. I forgot. <laughs> okay. So, I have a lot of things. My first one. Kyle... Like, I care about animals. Like, if you listen to this podcast, I feel like that's, like, a thing we always talk about. We just talked about the coyote. But Kyle is too much with our pets. Like, he literally gives our hamster Brita water. Like, cold Brita water. Like, one time I was, like, filling up her water. And he was like, what are you doing? And I was like, what? I'm filling up Poppy's water. And he was like, from the tap? (laughs) And I was like, yeah. Like, do you want me to use bottled water? And he's like, no, it has to be cold, filtered water. Like, what or like the other day he got back from a work trip and we have filtered water for the cats but it's like a filtered yeah, water why does poppy not get the filtered water but the cats get filtered water so i like... don't know because you bought them before we were <laughs> <laughs> together but it like also like rotates the water so there's like movement so it's more attractive to the cats and it got unplugged and kyle like freaked out and was like if the water's not moving the cats aren't gonna drink it so, like, the cats are probably dehydrated. And I was like, well, if they're really dehydrated, like, they'll drink the water from their water bowl. Like, there's still water and it's still getting filtered. You know, is that a roast or is that just a man who loves his animals? <laughs> it's just those three, though. <laughs> just all right. kidding. Kyle, what's your next roast for Skylar? Um, all right. So, um, one of the, the, 
I feel like one of the biggest issues we have is can't just wait. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. is that like she doesn't know how to operate an ice tray. <laughs> like oh just God. plain and simple. This is not even a joke. Like I'll go in to the freezer, pull out the ice tray, and it'll be like two cubes will be full but then the rest will be empty or like slightly empty like a little like a little bit of water she just I, I think she just pours a little bit and gives up and then it was like eh, and just I have not filled our ice tray since we moved down to San Diego and that's that's on purpose because I'll just do it all the time so yeah. it's done well, right well because I don't go for it Skylar and Kyle get a divorce the lawyer's like what's the reason and he's there, he's like irreconcilable differences what does that mean she doesn't know how to fill up an ice tray how am I going to have my iced coffee in the morning it's also like the epitome of marriage. Like, can there's I, all these things that are perfect, and it's like this, the ice cube thing sticks to my heart. Like, can I bit. just buy you an ice maker for your yeah, birthday? Please, please. There's like fifty bucks. That at would inc- like increase our increase our quality of life. That would improve yeah. our quality of life so much. It also like when you gave us, <laughs> yeah, we would also live a lot longer because we'd be drinking more water. <laughs> we'd actually be hydrated. But like when you guys gave us your old air conditioning unit, our life is a million times better. So please, for like, yeah, for my baby cold shower. all the time. <laughs> I will, for your baby shower, I will get you an ice maker. Perfect. I can't wait. Yeah. I can't wait to dump ice on my baby and be like, this is from Auntie Sierra. <laughs> I'm going to be using this as evidence. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh. Um, okay, okay, Steven, do you have one for me? Um, okay, let me look at my list here. Um, hmm, where's Sierra up there? Oh. <laughs> I don't see Sierra. Oh, okay, there's... Oh, Tornado Sierra. My first line. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so there's no question. Sierra, whether she tries to or not, just her existence is messy. (laughs) It's like... She'll be like, oh, I'm going to go put my PJs on. And comes back and it's like, why is every drawer open? Why is just... What happened in here? She's just a creative woman. But you have to admit, I've gotten much better... When I lived at home, literally, I would walk into the kitchen for, like, a, a glass of water, and I would open every drawer and just walk out. Yeah, you, you've, you've gotten better. But I, I, just... clo- I actually close cabinets now. Wow. Can someone please we give me a Grammy? Thank wow, you. That or is a Tony. incredible. Or something. Give, give me a streamy. I know how to close a cabinet. Now, I'd say, wow. uh, you know, living on your own, Sierra, got everything figured out besides that. <laughs> but I think I've gotten better. You have. But it's, you know, it's something I just accepted as it's truth in my life now. <laughs> well, here's something about Stephen. Ooh, she, she mad. Stephen, no, no, I'm not. <laughs> Stephen has no sense of urgency, mm-hmm. which I actually normally do love because I am like a, we always have to be on time person. I'm like always rus- rushing, always stressing. So it's nice to have someone who's like, hey, it's okay if we're 10 minutes late to the barbecue. Yeah. That's or even, fine. Even like this morning when you deleted everything. It's like, everything's fine. Yeah. We're going to figure it out. Like, I deleted a bunch of footage this morning and I called Steven in a panic. And he's like, hey, don't worry about it. Like, we got it. And We're, we're going to figure it out. If we need to refilm it, we'll refilm it. And I love I love having that, like, rock to lean on of that person who's so calm and yeah. so collected. However, there are some situations in which a little bit of an urgency isn't a bad thing. Like, sometimes we'll be like an hour late and I'll be like, Steven, we need to get going. Like, we're so late. And he's like slowly walking into the kitchen and putting water in his water bottle and deciding which pair of shoes he should grab. And I'm like, okay, I get that, like, maybe it's fine if we're a little bit late, but also you could walk a little bit faster. And you maybe don't need to fill up ice in your water bottle. Like, maybe we should just leave. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even, like, when we were setting up for this podcast, he was like, 
oh no I just realized like the other two chairs aren't assembled and we're like oh okay well like we'll just use other chairs and he was like "Uh, it'll take five minutes (laughs) and we're like okay if it actually will take five minutes go do it cool that's great we can wait five minutes but like is it actually going to take five minutes I don't know last night I was like oh I don't have time to do my laundry I'll have to do it tomorrow and Steven's like it'll take you five minutes and I was like five minutes to do my laundry in what world it doesn't even take me five minutes to sort my laundry like it's just unrealistic okay do you want to do one more roast for Kyle and then we'll move on so I'm just gonna make eye contact with Steven so Kyle slash Steven Kyle is so temperamental about his body like if anything (laughs) no but like if anything is uncomfortable in the slightest like if he's a little bit hungry if he's a little bit sweaty if his pants are a little too tight if he's like tired if anything is wrong his day is ruined like i think the perfect example is we went camping with you guys first of all he was like attacked by a rattlesnake and like yeah, it's a I, very good excuse. Well, but that <laughs> happened at the end of the day. Prior to that, we got there, and we didn't have tent poles. And so I was like, okay, this sucks, but, like, let's go to the general store and buy a tent. And he was like, oh, no, this is a disaster. And then it was really sweaty, and he's like, I'm too sweaty to go to the store. I'm going to have to, like, change my shirt to go to the general store. And I was like, it's fine. And I was like, also, like, you haven't eaten lunch. Let's eat lunch. Oh, no. Like, it just, everything is, like, so exhausting and, like, such a, like, like, we went in the river and he's, like, oh, like, now my legs are rubbing together because, like, they were wet and, like, my swim shorts are uncomfortable. And it's, like, okay, well, like, why don't you just go in the tent and, like, change your pants? Like, that's an easy thing. But I think that he's, like, very, I mean, I'm also, like, if I get hungry or sweaty, like, I get it. Yeah. But I think he's, like, hyper effective. (laughs) It also doesn't, like, actively work towards fixing it. I think that's the problem. Yeah. Do you have any rebuttal? Uh, only just that is not the last of, of these roasts. <laughs> because after that, that one, I got one more. <laughs> okay, you can All do right. one last one. Guys, All right, guys, I'm so, so the thing about nervous. Skylar is that, like, when she's, well, ideally not driving, because, like, you don't want to be driving around our wives. Um, if That's she's, a roast for both of us. Everyone get ready. If, if she's, like, in, in the passenger oh, no. seat, I'll usually let her DJ. But, like, her DJing is... What do you mean you'll usually let me DJ? You don't even have a Spotify. Like, yeah, I'm sure, the DJ in our group of friends. Like we could you guys don't like, have a shared Spotify? No. no. I don't need it. Well, it's mostly just musicals anyway, so, like... <laughs> True. That was um, one of Steven's roast for me. And, uh, so... The way so that she, like, DJs is she'll, like, put on a song. Like, 45 seconds later, change the song. Put on another song. 30 seconds later, change the song. Like, it drives me crazy. Like, literally, we were listening to Bohemian Rhapsody, and she got up to the point of the Figueroa part, and they cut it off. And it was like, no one on Earth stops it at that point. Like, you really want to go through the slow part and not get to the fun part? That's that's It's musical blue I just have so many songs I want to listen to and I want to sing. And so I just, like, once I think of the next song I'm going to play, I, like, have to to get to it. Yeah, no. Steven's not the biggest fan of my Spotify anyways. I just your musical I gave up my taste See, of music in our shared vehicle a long time ago almost See, since the day we started dating that's the that's the only thing with this group of four is all three of us are theater people Steven's the only non-theater person Steven is the odd man out yeah no I had no theater background I like in high school I just had no part of that I wanted no part of it 
and then I just married straight into it. And then now my two closest friends now are also deeply involved. Oh, in were your two closest Aww. friends? Sarah paid me to say that. No. <laughs> <laughs> wow. JK. <laughs> Roast us. <laughs> so obviously a big part of me and Skylar's friendship and dynamic is the fact that like we work together like mm-hmm. on the channel and stuff. So, you know, I think people know about what our dynamic is like with that. What's it like for both Kyle, you and Steven? with us doing youtube and being uh, like public figures i would say like i'm really proud of both of you because like i i have been watching it for as long as i've been a part of this whole friendship relationships um and and it's it's so cool to like watch it grow and be sideline supportive of of both of you and and you know i can make my like little cameos and, (laughs) and stuff like that but like I feel like it it's just a great opportunity and especially in like the world that we're in right now. And I, I, I don't know. That's what I got. I'm that's proud so of you. Sweet. Kyle watches your videos yeah. like before any of us do. Yeah, yeah. I got like, the notification bells going. I'm... Kyle will like text me about things, be like, Oh well, it was so funny in this video when you did this and I was like, I haven't watched that video yet and I don't remember doing that. But you thank two you. both, like both you and Kyle are so supportive of me in like every single way like you guys literally watch every video you like text me about anything there were even when my channel was like really small and i had like ten thousand subscribers we would be out somewhere and you would always be like hey can i film for you like hey do you want me to take a photo for you like both of you guys like kyle multiple times have been like oh here like let me get this angle for you and like you guys are just so awesome with that back in the day when you had like ten thousand subscribers and had your first like fan instagram accounts popping up i would like go look in your tagged photos and like comment on all of them and be like keep going your artwork's so amazing like like we just we love you that's so sweet you guys are you guys are really like i feel like it, it's it's an easy target like having a youtube channel especially when i first started my channel was small it would have been really easy for you guys to like make a joke out of it and like yeah, make right. fun of me for it but you guys were always like like even sometimes Stephen would like you know make little like jokes about it and you would be like hey like no don't do that like <laughs> yeah i feel like and kyle's funny because he makes jokes but like the jokes are about like how you're all you're better than all of us oh like, i make other- jokes about my youtube channel <laughs> <laughs> like the other day we were doing like a mass clean out of the office and so you're like hey just like take whatever you want from the poshmark pile like whatever and so i took like a couple of things that like you had worn in videos of like a vlog squad hoodie or like some other people's merch <laughs> and he literally like edited together edited together a video of him like wearing it being like hey guys it's sierra and like would make jokes that you would make in the video <laughs> and i was... crop top this because i love crop tops <laughs> yeah, well, now the risk is that video is known about yeah i know right? <laughs> i literally kyle i don't think i've ever laughed harder in my life then seeing that you sent a video in our group chat and then clicking on it and it's you in a vlog squad crop top and like, doing a mirror and selfie. This, this was like a full edited video. We, like, he used like the music that you use. And the like, same transition. will do anything. But like half-assed. Like Kyle was having a real good morning. Yeah. Where I was really bored. Stephen, what's it like for you? Wow. So there's there's like so much to talk about, I feel like. So like, you know, even looking at the beginning, like trying to just help sierra find a hobby is kind of where that started and like i don't know it's been really cool and you know helping you pack your car for like youtube next step it was like the first and just like seeing all these little things that validated you along the way you know i was it was really it was just interesting because i was 
even just for me, like I did not know what this was ever going to be. Well, I think when I started, uh, like I'm a really driven person and I had a thought of what it could be and it wasn't even close to what it is now. Yeah. Like, and I think Steven felt the same way. Like Steven really believed in me, but I don't think either of us even realized the magnitude. Like I thought, I didn't ever think that this would be my full-time job. Like I thought that maybe I could make some side income and like that would be cool. But I never would have thought that, like, I would have a team. Yeah. And that, like, you, mm-hmm. like I never would have thought that we would be able to work together on it and have, yeah. like, a podcast. Yeah, but, you know, also on the other end of that spectrum, you took it very seriously since day one. Before you had your first subscriber, you were like, this is what I'm going to do, and I'm going to just run with it. And you just, you were you stuck through it, you pushed, and you put in so much time early on. And, I, and on the other end of that, I thought, this will be fun for her to do, and, you know, I'm so proud of you for, like, just doing that and then like oh gosh this is like turning into something <laughs> and then you know here we are today like holy cow i don't no one could have ever seen this coming and there's just so much more to even talk about that but it's been really cool it's been really interesting and the new thing that throws at us is like a couple um we, we run a business together now which never in a million years i would have thought we were going to ever do so there's that which then there's a whole nother thing with that and doing business calls and talking to tax people and figuring all this complicated stuff out and yeah, like, now we're not even just, like, life partners. We're, like, business partners, and we have to, like, talk through, like, business decisions together. Or even, like, I, when I got that, uh, so I'm a Fabletics ambassador now, which is, like, the coolest thing ever. But, like, we, the, st- we stand a queen. We stand a That's queen. That's Skylar's woot, woot. Like, the first thing when I got that offer was the first thing I did was, like, call Stephen and, and, hey, what do you think about this? And not because I, like, need his approval, yeah, but because, like, you know, it's it's my face, but it's his business too, and yeah. like we're both we're both part of it. Yeah, I want to so, make sure it's not it's not like fifty fifty. You're putting in like ninety five, and I'm coming in on the weird, complicated well, stuff. I don't want you to get distracted by. So, Stephen, I want to hear your perspective too on like the vlog channel does have your name in the title, and just like a couple weeks ago, you made your Instagram public. Like, how has it been for you? working like a nine to five job being like kind of an introverted guy on camera but then like also like you're an influencer like you have a vlog channel yeah it's like when i go to like those events in like palm springs i like have like a creator badge i'm like no this isn't right and it's like oh wait this is right like it's weird that that's right and i don't know i it's been very interesting and it's it's really cool and exciting in just how much it's moved me as a person and like what it's done for me and my own personality like it's made me do things i never thought i'd do so like just like walking in target holding the camera up is like what am i doing and it's like oh this is actually really cool to like and then like sharing events and even just reflecting back on those things like seeing sierra and i move into our house and like we'll watch that and like oh uh, it's actually really cool that we have that or even like two years ago at VidCon, like Steven, you did a thing on stage with me. Like I don't think you ever <laughs> would have thought you would have done something. No, like there's that. a million things about this. And you know, just talking to my parents about this whole thing is like, dang, she got you on camera. Like that's insane. Like that that just that's the epitome of how much Sierra has done. Mm-hmm. So it's it's really cool. Which is crazy because I think that like if you if you didn't have such a like nine to five job that you were so passionate about, like I feel like you're as well known if not more well i would say you're more well known in sierra's videos than i am no well you're on the main channel and you have the whole vlog channel named after yeah, you Yeah, i would say things have significantly changed like the past couple months yeah mm-hmm. I but, but, skyla you popular 
well thank you but seriously like you have like you have the vlog channel you're in every vlog like people know you and also you're in every you're in just as many main channel videos as i am it's honestly a big thing because i I draw a line between sierra and i like sierra's on camera sierra's doing this i'm behind and then it's like well i'm not as behind as i in my head i think i am yeah and no matter how much i'm on video and i'm in videos and just doing all this stuff i never associate myself with being on the other side of the camera for the business well and and it's interesting too with steven still having like a nine to five like steven's had multiple times where like people at work will like recognize him or like he was at like a career fair that he was working and like one of the girls there was like oh my gosh i love your wife's videos and (laughs) and so what's that like with balancing like you being a public figure and me being a public figure with like not necessarily wanting everyone at work to know what you do off the clock yeah um i'm ringing well, and Kyle's had the same thing happen to him, too, where, like, people that he works with will be like, oh, I watched Sierra's new video and this, this, and this, and won't even preface it with, like, hey, your friend Sierra that I met, I saw her new video. It's just like, oh, I saw Sierra's video that you were in and this, this, and this. Right, And yeah. it's like, oh, you watch my friend's vlog channel? Like, But then again, you- also, like, there's a lot of times when I'm, I'm explaining, like, what you guys are doing to my bosses or something like that because like one Skylar like when we started dating was like lighting design period like it was it was really easy when I was just like she's the best lighting designer I know like just flat out and then like now I'm gonna like well she does lighting design for theater but also she she produces content with her best friend on on a YouTube channel and and so it's one of those and now I don't really do lighting design yeah exactly so So it's now there's a big you're gonna be doing a lot more explaining of so it is very interesting for the people who like my my supervisor or something like that who have no clue of this community like explaining that to them is is super interesting because most of the people who like go oh like that's interesting send me a link or yeah whatever. So like I, I i generally just don't bring it up i don't want me to be the one telling people I, it's not something i want to like spread around work but you know i will have people because say are you big and there's lots of people out there <laughs> but it's like hey you know I, I was watching this youtube video of this girl talking about disneyland and you were in the video and it's like yeah and then you know it's at work i think there's a generally good culture of we won't bring up your personal life a whole lot so yeah. people don't like bring it up a lot which is nice. Um, but yeah, it's not. It's actually surprisingly not that big of a thing. It's not a big part of my life. So I recently stopped doing as much technical theater. Yeah. And I'm primarily just working on your channel now. So it's been an interesting thing explaining to people. Like, because I'm leaving partially just because that's like where my life is going. And because I'm having a child and all that. But also because I really like working on your channel. And because like we are we're constantly coming up with these big picture ideas and we just don't have the time to fulfill them. And so I'm needed more on your channel and we're doing things like the podcast or, you know, working on Curvy Crew merch and, you know, and so it's interesting because my job is your face. And now with the (laughs) podcast, it's a little bit more me, but it's funny like pointing someone to your channel and then being like, oh, her last video is like about Victoria's Secret or like her last video is like, oh, I look like Rainbow Fish from Fashion Nova. And so I think, especially for older people in, like, traditional media, it's funny being like, yeah, no, she has, like, a whole team of people, and, like, I'm just one of those people, you know? Yeah, you guys on another podcast should definitely talk about, like, Skylar coming on and, like, because I remember Sierra and I having, like, that little discussion of, like, ooh, 
we should like find an assistant and just that whole process and i think that's interesting well the way it happened is so i like for a while had been feeling like i needed help and i needed Mm -hmm. to bring an assistant on and i had gotten to the point where like i could afford with my channel to bring an assistant on and i had like hired a person it didn't work out hired another person just wasn't the right fit and i went to this youtube entrepreneurship conference and they were basically like i went to this whole panel on like hiring well and like one of the main takeaways was like if you find someone who understands you and what you do hold on to them and do not let them well, go and, yeah and like being passionate about it yeah because it was like dang that like you just they just defined skylar and how she well, looks at it, like and like, i and also i think like i come from a technical background right like it's really really helpful when we're on shoots and i'm like okay we have a crew of six people we have to focus theatrical lights and like i have to make production schedules and i have to deal with tech people and i have to know like what audio cables to use like i think it's helpful that like i'm passionate about you and your channel and also like i watch youtube like i understand what's happening in the world but also that like i come from that technical Technical side and so and even just that like the whole youtube thing because even just for me i am so like i'm just not in the youtube world like i i do not binge watch youtube i don't really watch youtube so like sierra and i just sierra needs that person that kind of banter with go back and forth for ideas and producing ideas and that was just like i'm like i don't know what's what's twitter so i'm sitting sitting in this panel with my friend hannah witten this was like two maybe three years ago and she we get out of the panel and she's like wow i feel like i know exactly what kind of person i need to hire it's just gonna be so hard finding them and i was like i literally need to go call skylar right now (laughs) and i was like i called you and i was like hey let's set up a time and talk about you maybe like working on my channel would you be interested because we had toyed with it before but we just i think at the time when i was just going to be hiring an assistant yeah it was different and like you said your technical experience and expertise is what makes you so amazing on top of you like understanding me understanding the channel and understanding youtube well i think it was hard because i'm like i'm someone who likes to help a lot like i think the the idea of being someone's assistant makes a lot of sense for like my personality type but the reality of like at the time i lived in north hollywood and you lived in san diego you needed someone who was gonna like pick up supplies for videos or like help clean up after a video like you needed someone who's gonna be in person and also did a lot of work that like wasn't necessarily technical and wasn't necessarily strategic like you just needed help yeah and and so I think like I had talked to you about coming on in that position but it just wouldn't make sense for me to take less theater work to do that and then we were like oh what if I helped with big picture stuff yeah like what if instead (laughs) of you helping me like saving me time by helping me you know run errands for videos what if you help me save time by like ordering the outfits and like deciding what kind of videos I should make next month yeah what was that like for you Kyle like when Skylar came to you and was like hey I think I'm gonna start working on Sierra's channel yeah I was so I was I'm glad you brought up the the living up in in LA at that time because I remember we we had that discussion because we were two and a half hours away from here most of the time and and a, a lot of those days in those first couple months first year i don't remember how long you were in yeah. that assistant role before we moved but were you driving down 6 a.m just to be here by nine to start filming and then you'd be driving home at midnight yeah. and like it wasn't like you hadn't done that besides some theater once in a while but like since we had started dating and you were living in san diego and driving up to la with to to see me 
And like, I knew at that moment that like, because you were making that commitment that you were going to be passionate about it. I mean, when you're working hourly and not clocking in for driving, and I was doing probably like six hours of driving to work like a 10 hour lookbook shoot outside in the summer. It's because I know you care, (laughs) you know? Well, and that's the thing is that now that you live in San Diego and like transitioning into more like big production content. Yeah. Like it's just really cool that we get to grow together. Yeah. And it's awesome that like you have such a versatile skill set. Mm-hmm. And it's just great that you understand YouTube like that we can sit down and like talk about like the trends on YouTube and like when when we were doing the whole we were doing a Halloween series last year during the Jake Paul Shane Dawson series. Yeah. And like me and you would like pause work and like go watch it yeah like it's fun well and it's also super helpful for me I mean I get one of the main questions that I get all the time of people DMing me is like are you still gonna work on Sierra's channel after you have the baby and I feel like that's part of the beauty of my job is that first of all over half of what I'm doing right now I could do remotely like yeah. m- most of what I did today was like ordering for videos like researching like a lot of things that I can be doing like answering emails like looking at like a New York trip like it's all stuff that I can be doing on my computer I just am doing it in office right now because like I like being around you and Carly but like I think I could have done literally everything that I did today from home totally and also like a baby's only a baby for a little bit like, you know, I, I don't have to be working five days a week doing this. And, like, I have people who will watch my child. Like, like yeah. if we're going to be filming a podcast or we're doing, like, a big shoot-up in L.A., like, my mother-in-law is retired and, like, loves me. <laughs> like, <laughs> would love to watch our child. Like, yeah. Kyle is also the father. Like, it's not babysitting. It's really his Kyle. kid. Oh, like, hopefully. we can film stuff <laughs> on the weekends. Hopefully. Oh so, that's actually but, a great transition um, Kyle, how do you feel about becoming a dad? I'm very excited. And, like, it, it's still weird to me just because, like, I up until this point, like, I, I was, like, that first 12 months before we were, like, announcing it has been it, strange because I wasn't actively talking about it. Or 12 eight, weeks, you mean? 12 weeks. <laughs> I was like, 12, I said 12 months. months. I know, yeah, I was like, were you talking about oops. we were trying? <laughs> yeah, no, uh, 12 weeks. Just because, like, mentally I wasn't in that like in a communication space of we are having a child like we are having a little boy like it's it's so exciting and like i i'm still wrapping my brain around it and seeing like what kind of dad i'm gonna be and like i i think i've yet to change a diaper in my entire life and so like it's one of the like i'm probably gonna have to go hang out with kenzie yeah but (laughs) but like i don't I don't know how to do any of these things. So I'm excited for all the, like the classes that we'll be attending. And I'm just excited for all of the the experiences that are to come, like designing. I know we don't have a true nursery space in our apartment, but like being able to get that little nook in the bedroom just to, to be able to make it for him yeah. and, and be able to, buy clothes and buy the toys and and do the baby shower and it's just so there's a lot of experiences that i'm i'm definitely like never had that experience before in my life like i've had nieces and nephews and everything but i wasn't around for a lot of that right so i feel like i'm really going in blind but also like 
excited about. That's so cool. That's so great. Um, what parenting classes and that kind of stuff are you guys planning on doing? I, we haven't really talked about it, but I, I, believe I mean, there are, we're going to try to do. Yeah, I mean, there are some, like, staple ones. Like, I'd love to take, like, a CPR class. I'd love to take a swaddling class, like, a diaper-changing class, like, a breastfeeding class. Where do you even go about, like, finding those? So I think there are a lot of different resources. Like, I mean, usually a lot of hospitals, like, will offer classes. Like, you can talk to your, like, OBGYN and they'll, like, recommend you. Like, I remember even, like, with my little siblings, like, my mom would take me to, like, a swaddling class and be like, hey, like... Let's look at this baby dummy and, like, you can learn how to swaddle them. And I don't know if I ever actually did with my siblings, but I feel like that's a fun way to, like, yeah. get involved and get excited. Um, but also I'm sure there are, like, Facebook events that happen. You know, I'm sure there are tons of different things. And so you have that with your younger siblings. And, like, I'm an only child. So also, I, I never was around. Also, I'm a girl. And, like, girls tend to, like, nanny more. Like, I feel like I babysat. I did a lot of babysitting growing up. All growing up. And so I'm used to, like, babysitting. Steven's the same way. We were talking about this. Like, I grew up, my little brother is six and a half years younger than me. So, like, I grew up, like, changing his diapers. And, like, I I remember his whole childhood. Yeah. And also I did a lot of, like, nannying and babysitting. And I feel like Steven also is going to go in totally blind. I don't know anything. I barely know what a seven month old looks like <laughs> i mean we were hanging out with his friend who had a seven month old and he was like he like pointed to the baby he's like so can it hear us <laughs> can it hear us oh i love that that's like that's he really texted funny. in the group chat the other day because we sent like a picture of our latest ultrasound and Stephen was like does it move <laughs> like does like do you like does it move in the thing and i was like is yeah it, it, it like alive? kicks and punches and opens its mouth and it does all sorts of things it's cute it's watching really cute. the like it, i don't know i feel like it's a special thing and we've talked about this a lot that pregnancy is so female centric yeah so it's cool to involve your partner with it oh yeah and i think it's fun that you and kyle are like really focused on making it like a, a partnership with the pregnancy yeah which is very exciting it'll be fun to see us all be parents someday and mm-hmm. like how we all are as parents yeah what kind of parents do you think you guys are gonna be i think like i'm gonna be such a helicopter parent like i just i'm so concerned about everything and everyone all the time this guy like literally like i feel like all like if something's like in your way i'll like pick it up or like if like kyle is doing something wrong i'll just like change it like i feel like i like if we, like, if Kyle and I are, like, meeting up to, like, go to a friend's house after work and he's supposed to, like, hop in my car, I'll, like, bring, like, multiple snacks and, like, a cold water bottle and, like, everything down, like, two for each of us. And then he'll get in the car and be like, oh, cool, like, look at all these fruit snacks I have. Like, I just feel like I'm very, like, I, I think it's because I, like, am, like, an empath and, like, I'm very empathetic. I'm like, yeah. what could kyle possibly need in the situation so do you think that's something that you're gonna like really try to embrace or something that you're gonna try yeah. to counterbalance so that you don't helicopter? I, think, I think i'm just gonna embrace it yeah. i think that's how i am and i think like there are like pros and cons to that like i think it'll be harder for me to just like let my kid go on the monkey bars and if they fall they fall but like i that's not who i am mm-hmm. and i think it's it would be hard to try and become that person right and i think kyle will be pretty similar i yeah. think I, I I think so too. One, I I I don't know how I'm gonna be just because like I haven't gone through that. So like that's one of the things that's gonna be interesting. Um, but also like I feel like there are times where she'll jump to to like, oh god, we have to go to the hospital or whatever. And 
like I'm, I'd be like, hey, it's fine. It, like we can just get some Tylenol or whatever. Like <laughs> that kind of like I feel like I can be a little bit more, more level headed yeah. on that. Um, but I actually wanted to like throw this out to them of what like what is your best advice for me? Like what is something that maybe your your boyfriend or husband or or partner or anyone out there that like did for you if you've had a kid that like I can take away from it because I definitely read all these comments so like <laughs> I, I would really be interested to to know from the outside yeah because like sweet child. and this is uneducated because I don't know everyone's opinion but it seems like the first kid for a lot of people is just like what in the world is going on like I now have to raise this kid what's the right way what's the wrong way how do I change the diaper how do I change the diaper the best way possible and just like all these weird yeah. things that you just have to learn and it's like just kind of a you're kind of expected to know these things so it's kind of like it feels kind of taboo to like ask questions a lot about this kind of thing right because i feel like by asking that question you're sometimes admitting that maybe you're not a hundred percent prepared yeah and that can be scary to like admit going into it well and i think like even like now you've talked about it on your vlog channel it's like you're taking prenatals like you guys aren't trying but like you're starting to get into that world so that when you are ready to start trying and you make that decision, whether that's a year from now, whether that's a couple months from now, like you are ready and you don't have to wait. Um, I feel like even you and I have had conversations where you told me and I was like, okay, well, I watched like 20 YouTube videos on the best prenatals (laughs) and read all these articles. None of them are conclusive. They all have different results. Like here's the actuality of it, this, this, and this. And so I feel like it's it's going to be a fun thing for us to go through together because I feel like you and I both do like so much research on everything and I feel like the boys are like both still like nervous protective people but I do feel like they're a little more see I think Stephen and I are the opposite like mm-hmm. I literally if you hadn't texted me and told me like which prenatals to get I would have just gone to the store and been like okay that like, one Amazon but top also, seller that yeah, one and yeah. we'll link the prenatals down in the bio <laughs> oh, description you know no, I won't we won't. you know I won't <laughs> but Steven I Steven is the true. one who but, Googles everything but you have like been listening to like audiobooks on like baby brain development yeah. and like listening to a lot of podcasts and I feel like you get prepared in different ways that's true yeah that's true but Steven, how do you think you'll be as a parent? So, a helicopter parent, but I'm labeling that as, like, something I want to make sure I reduce as much as possible. Because even just in how I grew up, I remember my dad, like, we were, like, out of the desert doing, like, off-roading. And my dad was, like, because I was, like, oh, no, I don't want to do it. And this was, like, when I was a kid. I was, like, oh, I don't want to do it. It's too scary or something like that. Or I was getting mad at my brother for doing something. And I remember him being, like, you know, like, just said something along the lines. I don't remember exactly. But something about, like, I wish I didn't, like, helicopter you so much kind of thing. Like, in a very just, like, you know get out there and be dumb sometimes and like don't worry as much like i'm sorry that i like, I did that yeah i forget how he said it it was like a very fatherly nice thing it wasn't like a bad thing but so i've like held that and i'm like oh like in these situations i always find myself getting nervous like oh no we can't do that it's like no 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 it's okay go do it so like i hope i already know like when i have a kid like even just looking at kenzie's kid i cannot imagine a world where you don't just stare at it for, like the first month just like never sleep like oh gosh this is still breathing oh gosh oh gosh is his heart moving like oh gosh what's going on is he okay and like just like that kind of stuff so i'm trying to avoid all of that and i don't want to that to i hope to be more like i don't know push and go do your own thing and experience the world and i'm trying not to be helicopter but i know i will be well and steven and i have already i mean multiple times steven has said like when you get pregnant i just want to put you in a big plastic bubble so nothing (laughs) can ever hurt you or our baby like it's and it's sweet but he also i think 
knows that he has to kind of let our future child go and experience the world. But he kind of does the same thing with me sometimes. Like, he tries to... You know, and it comes from a place of, like, him wanting to make sure that everything's yeah. okay. Like, I don't, I don't want Sierra to cut a cucumber because she might cut Yeah, no, literally, I'll be cutting stuff in the kitchen. I'll be like, here, let me do that for you. I don't want you to get hurt. And I'm like, well, if I cut off the tip of my finger, maybe I'll learn how to cut better. <laughs> like, maybe I just maybe I just need to cut my finger I, off. I do feel like you're the opposite of all three of us when it comes to parenting, or I can assume. Like, yeah. I think you're going to be the one who, like goes in the river with the kids oh, like you're gonna, gonna let... be the one like yeah, like making be... like dirt castles with them like you'll get dirty you'll like be playful you'll be like fun and crazy sierra yeah you'll be sure. you'll be the fun one yeah <laughs> and maybe kyle will be there with you we don't know kyle's kind of like Not the, the oddball but no but i'll be like searching for treasure while like you guys are playing for the dirt. <laughs> Um, but I did want to say, like, one of the scariest moments it, it recently was was when you were six weeks and, and you were in a car crash. And, like, not only was I worried about you, but, like, then I also had that, like, worried about this child as well. And it, it, it was a big realization in my mind of just, like, oh, my God, there's, like, two people that, I like, I know I want to protect, but I know I can't at this point. So, like, I'm just going to take you to the emergency room and make sure that, like, everybody is okay. That's very And so I just feel like it's it's only grown from that point. Yeah. Well, I think it gets crazier and more real, like, the longer I'm pregnant. Like, it's weird now. I feel like literally in the last, like, couple days I've really started showing. Like, I feel like... My, I mean, I'm sure later on I'll say, like, my stomach has popped. But to me, like, I I think before I looked pregnant for me. Like, I feel like if you knew me, I looked different. Like, my face looks a little different. My body looks a little different. I was dressing a little different. But I feel like now, like, in certain clothes, like the romper I was wearing today, like, I feel like I look like a pregnant woman. And when we go and see the ultrasounds, it's like, oh, they have fingers and toes. And they're kicking and moving and, like, looking around and, like, opening their mouth. And it's like oh my gosh, like they're, like this morning I had my hamster out on my stomach and was like, they're bigger than my hamster. <laughs> and like my hamster is such a person. Like, the, you know. Do you think, ha- has any like motherly and fatherly instinct been triggered in you guys yet? Do you have any? Uh, not that I can think of, but like I bet if you give me a few moments, I probably can well, think of it then. So what are you, what are you, what are you looking for in that question? Because yeah. I'm trying to think. I don't know. I mean, if I was... <laughs> going to pretend to say I mean, something well what is well, a motherly okay. instinct so like kyle was talking about the protection instinct yeah. like when when you got in the car accident like yeah. i feel like that's like a fatherly instinct yeah. I, agree. Yeah. I mean i think there are a lot of things like even i've been trying to wear just regular yoga pants in a size up but i'll feel like towards the middle of the day like it hurts my stomach to have like the compression and i think recently it's flipped for me of like oh it's not just like uncomfortable because it's tight on my stomach like there's a baby in there that like needs room to grow so I just need to wear stretchy pants (laughs) like you know what I mean like that like that there is like currently a creature they're the size of a duckling and tomorrow they're gonna be like even bigger because I turn another week and like that's a baby that like needs room yeah you know or even I feel like Whereas before, I would, like, if I was hungry but, like, didn't have a snack, it was like, oh, fine, I'll just, like, wait till my next meal. Right. Now I'm like, okay, I have to Postmate, like, pretzel sticks because, like, my baby needs food. Like, they need sustenance, and if I'm hungry, like, I have to eat. 
So since we have the two of you here, and we can totally cut this out if you guys don't want to talk about it. Uh-oh. How was, and this is honestly just kind of a personal question for me as someone who's like not trying yet. How was making the decision to try? Like, how did you know you were ready? What went into that decision? Like, what made you guys decide and know, like, we want to try for a baby? And, like, specifically the, like, let's start trying now. Like, how did did you get to that point of, like, not even just, like, we want to try, but, like, let's make a baby? So, it was actually a little (laughs) complicated because of Kyle's job. Because he, so for his work, he goes out of the country a lot. And he'll go out of the country sometimes for, like, a week, sometimes for, like, almost a month. And so we had to, like, take his schedule. We, like, printed out our calendar and, like, marked off, like, dead zones of, like, we for sure cannot have a baby when Kyle is gone. Or I for sure cannot be, like, like, I cannot be nine months pregnant. I cannot have a newborn. Like, we took into account. And so we, like, literally, like dead zoned like timelines and then we like took like we went into like a due date calculator and like highlighted like okay like these would be fine times for me to get pregnant um and then I think it was like a hard thing of I we've talked we talked about this really briefly in one of our other podcasts when you were talking about how like you weren't sure like when you'll be ready and and I think it's a hard thing because I feel like there's always going to be an obstacle Like, for us, we would love to be in a home when we have a baby. Like, we would love to be, like, in a two- or three-bedroom place where, like, they can have, like, a full-blown nursery and, like, we don't have neighbors super close by and it's, like, easier for parking. You aren't walking upstairs. But, like, the reality is is that, like, we're going to renew our lease for probably, like, four or five months in our apartment and, like, our three-month-old won't know the difference. (laughs) Of like you know like yeah. three month olds don't take up that much space and it's fine yeah. like people live their whole life in apartments it's a, like a made up thing in my brain of I need to be in a different situation and I think for a lot of people it's like I think we had a lot of actual things like we needed to be in San Diego yeah I that was what like, I was gonna say is that like we knew while we we're in LA it's a no go. Yeah. And so we knew that we had to be closer to family and friends so, just for the like, support structure. Even to reposition Sierra's question to what, when you guys started writing out that, okay, here's when we can, th- these are the good times to try. Yeah. What led to that point where let's figure that out to where, yeah, when, like, like emotionally. That, like that moment where it was like, we are going to start trying even before the, okay, but when does it actually make sense to try? So there, so I mean, was Kyle and I have wanted kids for forever. Like I have said for so long, like I feel like, one of my biggest callings in life is like to be a mother and so I feel like ever since we got married like our goal was for Kyle to get a job down in San Diego and then us to move down here and like we knew we could not have kids in LA like that's just not for us all of our families here all of our friends are here which haul at my boy Kyle for getting a job down here (laughs) so Skylar you've always felt that calling to be a mother Kyle did you always feel that or did it take you longer to like develop that it it definitely took me longer and it's it's one of those i don't think like it wasn't until we had started having that conversation and everything just because like i never had that instinct to like be a father (laughs) until like we were like you know what we should like think about this and like we're we'd be great parents and like our kids be so cute and all that like all these (laughs) things and then i was like oh yeah you know like we're perfect like we know we're gonna be together like we're we're in this path together we want to bring this life in especially when when we are when we can have a long life with this child yeah 
I, I also think a big thing is like going back to like gender stereotypes like boys aren't taught like they don't babysit when you're like you don't give your like son like a little baby and like a bottle to feed it like I remember for Christmases getting like strollers with like babies in it like I feel like from yeah. a young age you're taught like you're gonna be the mommy like let's yeah. play house let's play kitchen and I feel like guys are taught like be the best in your career like like Kyle went to like a really good college and like has always been like pushing to like get promotions and like be the best in his field and so I feel like it's a weird thing to be like oh, okay now I just want kind of a nine to five job that's yeah. still in my field but like where I don't have to work crazy overnights which is hard to find in the entertainment industry right because like I don't want to find all my fulfillment from a job I want to find fulfillment from like my kids and yeah. my wife and like the life that we live together and so I think like yeah, that was a big shift this for both of us. conversation last night where I, w- I was like I, I love that we're nine to five and I just want us to be in like a stable situation where like we have a mortgage and we like have a stable location that w- that is close to both of our works and all these things I know that it's not a reality at the moment but like I'm working now I, I went from working to that next promotion to working towards that stable that stability and also to kind of follow up on what Skyler's saying this is something I always noticed because I feel like that whole gender thing is kind of and it's like when you ask a guy like so like go back to this podcast beginning Steve and Kyle describe who you are we describe our jobs we describe what we do in our careers like that Mm -hmm. that defines us so much and like that's what we open with when those questions are asked and I that's like an interesting thing just when you ask people you know that's usually how people define themselves especially men yeah. Well, it's like even like when we were first describing ourselves on the podcast, we described each other, and I was like, Sierra's a leader. She's strong. She's wonderful. She's this, that, and the other. I don't think I mentioned that she's a YouTuber once. And the yeah. same with me. And obviously, people can assume Sierra's a YouTuber, like they're coming from her channel. But she was like, Skylar's kind and empathetic, and this person, and this person, and she likes baking and whatever. But it was never like, also, she's a producer. Yeah. And it is interesting, I feel like, with guys, it. it and tonight I brought home Rubio's and Kyle and I go out sit outside and what do we talk about? How's work going? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's interesting. All right. Should we get into advice? Yeah. Let's, let's do, do it. it. Mm. Also, what? I just noticed this is your guys' first guest on the podcast. I know. You guys are so special. Thank you for being our guinea pigs. Woo. I, can, I know welcome. I can speak for Kyle on this. We're so proud of you girls. Aww. <laughs> I know. Uh, we are. Yes. I also think I can speak for both of us. Definitely day one listeners. Oh, that was very sweet. Yeah, I think I did the first like on on the video before it was uh, of the very first video before yeah. it was even released out to the public. Oh, yeah, was like it took a screenshot. I was so proud. Aww. Kyle, one viewer to another. You a YouTube guy or a podcast guy? I'm a YouTube guy. Ooh, I'm definitely an Apple Podcast guy. I'm an Apple Podcast. But that's because I like to read the comments. Speaking of Apple Podcasts, you guys can give us five stars and write a review, please, on Apple Podcasts. If you're on YouTube, leave a comment, give us a like, subscribe, all the things, all the things. Cool. Let's do the advice. Hi, Sierra and Skylar. This is Emily. Um, I have just recently gotten engaged and I am in the midst of wedding planning. And the to-do list seems like it just keeps getting longer and longer and longer. Um, I have watched all of Sierra's wedding planning vlogs and watched them again and again. But I was wondering if you could give two wedding planning tips what would they be? Uh, I love listening to your podcast every week, and I love you guys so much. 
Um, thank you for helping me being confident in my body, especially during this time of wedding planning. Um, just learning to love myself through this process. Uh, love you guys. Bye. Oh, thank you, Emily. That was so sweet. This do is a good we, one for the boys too. Do we want to just go across and each say like two quick tips? Yes. Yeah. I mean, for one, congratulations on getting married. That's yeah, super, that's super exciting time. Weddings are super fun. So yeah, that's exciting. Stephen, <laughs> what would be your two tips? Um, as well as I did drive safe to you. Drive safe. <laughs> um, okay, two tips. And I was just talking to someone at work who's getting married. Um, my two things. One. I think like a, a wedding planner, wedding coordinator is the best bang for your buck you're going to get out of the whole experience. Um, Sarah and I did a wedding that was a more inclusive venue, so that came with a coordinator who kind of helped us, and she took care of a lot, and like day of, just the amount of stress and mystery and all the little things going wrong that she just took and absorbed, I I think that is the, because on one, I got to make sure Sierra doesn't get too involved in like, just the day of like nothing is on her plate, so that was a big for me, and just leading up having someone to kind of bounce all those things off of yeah i think if you if you can't do a wedding planner do a day of coordinator i think that is the game changer because there should be someone who everyone can go to who's not you um because if it's just you then you know let's say the the wrong flowers are here they're gonna go right to you let's say one of the groomsmen is missing they're gonna go right to you having that person who can field those things take care of them and then only bring the things to you that are really important yeah it was just like at the end of the night and reflecting on the whole event i was like wow like she did so much even our photographer kind of helped stepped in and like helped direct those things too but um other than that um i just had it oh no oh i always tell people to uh do a sweetheart table if like if they're at a if their venue situation or if they're doing a dinner for the what is that whatever that's called the ceremony no reception the reception I was obviously very involved. No, but for the, <laughs> for the reception, like, you know, if, if you're going to be doing a dinner thing where there's, like, seated, I guess guests are seated, um, sweetheart table is the way to do it. It was really nice for us to have our own space. Um, to, and we actually got to eat because we had, they brought us our food first. And then it was really awesome because we didn't feel bad ditching our table to get up and go talk to people. Mm-hmm. Like, we just got to get up go see everyone and then come back to our own little table yeah and then oops i'm gonna cheat and say three and this kind of (laughs) the same thing because i think the biggest part of a wedding is just find every excuse you can to get alone with your person because the wedding is very exciting it's about you two but it's kind of about you two with everyone else and there's very few moments where it's just the two of you kind of in that moment taking it in so you know find moments where the two of you can kind of step away and like for Sierra and I, that was we would walk back to the gazebo where we just had our vows like hours before and look back at everyone dancing under the tent and like, wow, this is so cool. Like, this is our event, our sweetheart table, just the two of us having dinner together. Find those moments where it can be just the two of you. And I think that's, I don't know, that's the part I appreciate the most looking back on it. I think both, all three of those are great. <laughs> um, okay, so mine, because I think most of the advice I have is like for the day of like the wedding, but if we're actually talking about like wedding planning advice, Number one, I would say don't use friends as vendors. Like, especially if you're on a tight budget, it's better to get a vendor who is someone who's kind of like up and coming. Maybe they don't have as much experience instead of like a friend who would do it for free because it can get really messy. Um, If something goes wrong, you might not feel as comfortable asking them to change something or fix something because they're a friend and not like someone who you hired to do that. And vendors can be anyone, like, it doesn't just have to be, like, your catering service. It could be, like, your makeup artist, yeah. your hairstylist, your photographer. Yeah. You, 
You want to be able to like ask for changes and not feel like you're hurting someone's feelings. Yeah, and not feel obligated to like be over the moon about everything and that you can say, you know, hey, could we change this or could we fix this um, without feeling, you know, guilty because they're offering the service to you for free. Um, Second would be, it's okay. You don't have to do everything. Like, you don't have to do a big dinner. You don't have to do a photo booth or favors or a send-off or a first dance even if you don't want to. Like, you don't have to do everything just because that's what tradition tells you or that's because that's what Pinterest tells you. Like, we didn't do favors. I don't, no one cared. Yeah. You know? We didn't even do a cake, like, at all. No one cared. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's one of those things where I think in the world of social media, we get so wrapped up in having, having the sparkler send off and having a champagne welcome and people blow bubbles when you come down the aisle. And I mean, if you want to do those things, totally go for it, but you don't have to. Yeah. I would say my two things. One, remember that it's just a day. I think marriage is super important. I don't necessarily think weddings are as important as people hype them up to be. You can have a wedding without a marriage and a marriage without a wedding. I think that weddings are just the party that happens after the marriage is official. And I think we can look at it in, like, wedding planning has become such a thing of, like, we need to figure out, like, the caterer. We need to figure out photographer, videographer, the dress, the bridesmaids. Like, it's... It's such a big thing, and also now there's so many events around it. Like, we had an engagement party. We had a bridal shower, a bachelor party, bachelorette party. Like, all that stuff is so much fun, but it's yeah. not all necessary. And if you do it, you don't have to do it, like, all the way. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think even with, like, bridesmaid dresses, like, bridesmaids dresses can be so expensive if you just get them from, like, a traditional place and, like you don't need to make your people buy, like, a $600 dress that they're never going to wear again. Like, get an affordable option or, like, have them pick out a style that they're going to feel comfortable in. Because yeah. at the end of the day, it's what the most important people in your life are going to be wearing to your wedding. Right. So it doesn't have to be Pinterest. It doesn't have to be designer. It can just be you. And I think that's my second thing is to really make it feel like you and your couple. Like, I think... For us, like, we're both theater people. And having us get married in a theater was, like, the best decision we ever made. And, like, having me be barefoot on the day of, because I'm kind of, like, crunchy and granola, was, like, the best thing ever. <laughs> like, it made me feel so much less anxious than if I was yeah. wearing, like, heels or even, like, tennis shoes. Like, I like feeling grounded. And I feel like for you guys, like, religion is a big thing. And so, like, having your pastor officiate and having, like, that yeah. emotion in your vows was an important thing for you, you right. know? Yeah, it's it's insane the level of detail all you ladies, even you ladies listening, put into these weddings. Like it is insane. Yeah. Like I mean, even us. Yeah, like, no, no, yeah. You, we both had very big weddings. No, it's like, and I guarantee you, you know, the caller was saying they had a long list of things to do, and I bet one of those is how are the napkins going to be folded on the table? And yeah, guess what? I don't remember a single thing about my wedding. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like you know, choosing the color of plates and just all this stuff is like, what is really going to be the takeaway from this thing? Yeah. Also, a practical tip: Wedding Wire has a um, list where you can enter when, like, how long you have to wedding plan, and it'll number things like based on when you should be doing them. Mm-hmm. I find that was really helpful for like all the little things that people don't think about. Like, I wouldn't have thought to order a cake topper. And then on the one month mark, it was like, you should order a cake topper. Yeah. At the one or the three month mark, it was like, you should start looking into getting your marriage license. I have heard so many horror stories about people who forget to get a marriage license mm-hmm. because they're wrapped up in all those yeah, details. That's so. the real practical advice. Wedding, wedding, wedding wire. wire is really great. 
that was actually kind of leading into mine because I, I was going to recommend create that list and, and be able to to knock out the easy ones when you can mm-hmm. and, and don't let it all compile a month before the wedding because I, I know that there was there was plenty of things that have to wait till that last moment like you have to cut the check at this point so that like this could happen but try to get a lot of those taken care of even if yeah. you're you're storing some of the the table decorations in your garage or whatever um that that was kind of leading into the other the calling it like calling a favor don't feel um nervous about asking for help in this time i i know for ours we called in a ton and when we were just like hey we need some lights we need like we had a, a snow machine that that happened during one of our songs and, yeah. and it's just one of those like i knew somebody who had it skylar and, and i helped each other with a million things for both yeah. of each other's weddings and i think it, you're hesitant to ask people for help yeah. but people are going to offer it it's okay to say hey you know could you go pick up the flowers or hey mm-hmm. you know could you call my my caterer and confirm this like call in those favors yeah, because I feel like a lot of the times you just want to do it so you know it's done right. Yeah. It doesn't always have to be that. I had a third one, too, that I was just kind of thinking about. Remember to take a moment and, like, really um, experience this time that you're going through because I said earlier in this podcast, I have a terrible memory. But, like, <laughs> it takes me to stand there, look at all the guests, look at my wife uh being like so happy dancing with her dad or whatever on like and just be able to like mentally take a picture and be like wow this is happening this is my one day like yeah it's get that locked it's almost torture how quick it all goes by yeah because it's like you know it's like the only thing in your life you'll spend like nine minutes nine months nine months nine months sounds like a baby it's been a long time planning for it and then it's over in like six hours yeah and then it's like it never happened besides like your love (laughs) it really is just a big party it's a big party and not really for you but it's a big party for everyone else like you're putting on this party yeah it's it's interesting i don't know all right next question that was a fun one hi carly hey sierra and Hi, Skylar. You look beautiful and you're glowing. I hope that my glow is as good as yours when I'm pregnant. So I do need some advice. I have been with this guy for almost two years and I bought a ring and I'm going to propose to him, but I'm really not sure how. And I just wanted your advice or your views on turning the tables and not being a typical American couple because we are very cultured and I just want to know how you think I should propose. Thank you so much. Love you guys. Yay. Oh, I love that. I love that. We stand a lady who can turn the tables. Yes, oh my gosh. First of all, she had so many great things going for her. First of all, she addressed Carly first. I know. Which is like <laughs> iconic. We no, love she, Carly. She didn't address me. What the heck? <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Sorry, boys. Carly. Also, I feel like it's funny that she said I was glowing because literally you just had to stop the podcast a minute ago to let the dogs out. And I literally was like, I have to fart so bad. <laughs> like maybe it's just like my, like my farts. Being They're all stored up like, and it's giving you a pregnant glow. Yeah. Maybe I mean, that's all I mean, the pregnant same, glow but, is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but mine ain't no pregnancy. Oh my God. <laughs> Kyle and Steven are like, oh, I'm really glowing. Yeah. <laughs> we had Rubio's earlier. <laughs> uh, I got that daily glow. 
All day, every day. <laughs> anyways, I think that... I think that that's awesome. I think that there's no reason why that shouldn't be the case. Yeah. I think that you should propose in a way that's true to you guys. I think one of the coolest things about proposals is it's an opportunity to have a grand gesture. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think especially in the world that we live in, there aren't a lot of like really big grand gestures that you do for your partner. And when I say grand gesture, I don't mean you need to have like a, a band and a flash mob and do it in front of the like the jumbotron at a football game I mean it gives you the opportunity to put a lot of time and a lot of planning and emotion into this moment that you guys will always remember always remember you're always going to remember how you got engaged and that can be something really intimate at home privately just the two of you it can be at a place that means a lot to you like really think about what's important in your relationship and how you can make that special for the two of you also it doesn't have to be picture perfect Mm. like I think that especially like obviously you're the woman and you're proposing like you you already have established that like you're gonna do things your way so if you guys are the most in love and the happiest like after you get a massage and are like greasy and like have your hair in a bun like then propose then like if you're the happiest when you're like eating Chinese food on your couch like that might be your version of love. It might not be, like, a five-star restaurant or, like, on a big vacation or, you know. So I just feel like do what's true to you and your heart and your relationship. Yeah. Boys? Boys. Boys as the ones who proposed. Any? Yeah. No, I don't think there's much more to be said. Um, I mean, it obviously sounds like she's got down to a plan. Yeah. yeah. She's, yeah. she's got she this figured like out. Queen. So... And I think one of the biggest things is having that conversation before. I know you, you probably don't want to ruin the surprise of that. You are the one that's going to be proposing. But also, like, make sure you are talking with that other person and knowing that, like, this is going to be happening yeah. eventually. Open communication between the partners is, is, is important. Sierra and I talked, like, two podcasts ago in our podcast about marriage of I don't think either one of us, and I don't think either of you, believe that a proposal should be the first time that marriage is proposed or talked about. Yeah, exactly. Like, I yeah. think that there should be a conversation of, like, hey, we want to spend the rest of our lives together, right? Before right. it's, like, on the spot, Yeah. there's a photographer here, like, do you want to yeah. be my eternal partner? And that's interesting, because I know that definitely, and I, I can speak for all of us, that was, like, the best way for us to do that. I don't... I don't know. If, is that should everyone experience that the same way? Or no, is... I think everyone can have it differently. I think that's yeah. what worked for us. Yeah, but... I, I mean, I know for us and all of our personalities. I think I can speak for us. Like, it's good to have I, that discussed. I think, I think my personal opinion, maybe not any of yours. I think you should for sure have some sort of conversation about like we want to be together in the future and we have a long like it doesn't have to be like hey do you think we're gonna get engaged in the next year i agree but i think you should at least be on the same page that way the other partner doesn't feel pressured by like oh my gosh there's a diamond staring me in the face and there's a photographer in that bush over there and like i have to commit you know i think that like my personal opinion you should have some sort of conversation about your future before you pop whether you're the woman or the man yeah. i agree i like that um but i hope you guys enjoyed this podcast make sure to subscribe join the family of the podcast give us a rating on apple give us five stars write a review kyle will read all the comments sierra will definitely forget to put links in the description <laughs> and we'll see you guys next time bye, bye. bye.